What's up, nerds? We are your hosts. I'm Jake. And I am Chad. This week, we are sponsored by Ray's Energy Drinks. We are also sponsored by Cry Baby Craig's Hot Sauce. So this week, we will be talking about the latest episode of The Mandalorian. We will also be talking about some nerd news. Uh, There's a lot of it, so let's get into it. This is the All Things Nerd Podcast. Tink. Nerd. Welcome back, nerds, to the All Things Nerd podcast, your weekly dive into all things nerd. Jake, Jake, Jake Lee, how was your week this week? It was okay. Woo. Yeah. The tequila on top of that, yeah. Oh, um, right. You're having those up. <laughs> I ran into the same problem yesterday. Speaking of yesterday, we hung out yesterday. It was yeah. a good time. We uh, we got drunk. We pleasantly grilled. buzzed. We grilled, and uh, we smoked some cigars. It was a beautiful day out yesterday here in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> when I left your house, it was like forty-five, forty-seven degrees out. That's like summertime. Yeah, it's pretty damn close. <laughs> How was uh, your week, Chadley? Well, uh, yesterday I went to your house. <laughs> we grilled out. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, we tried vegan steaks. Mm-hmm. Meh. Meh. Had good flavor. Definitely did not resemble a steak at all, texture-wise. And... Uh, because we grilled out, they got a little crispy and drier than a duck's fart. Mm. Uh, but because the flavor was there, I'm going to give them another try and yeah. try cooking them a different way. Um, also, I got a haircut. For those what? of you watching on YouTube, I cut off my hippie mane. Yeah. It was great. Your girlfriend yeah. did it. It looks great. She did. Yeah. Looks okay. Just kidding. It looks nice. I'm just <laughs> like, kidding. She it did a good nice job. Stuff. I'd yeah. have a weird shaped head. <laughs> <laughs> and a really bad hairline. She did the best she could. Yeah. <laughs> you can only polish a turd so much. <laughs> Again, this is nothing against her skill level. We I just look also. Weird. We also worked on some secretive things that we're not ready to share. But probably will be in the next uh, couple of months. We've been hinting at it for a while. Um, and yeah, we're, we've are we been working on something. And we're going to share it someday. It's porn. It's porn. <laughs> we're starting in OnlyFans. <laughs> Hit the link tree. Uh... <laughs> link in the bio. Uh, no, yeah, we did, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We're very excited. Yeah. Okay, enough about us. Uh, let's get into sponsor number one so we can talk about some nerdy shit, shall we? Yeah. Uh, so our first sponsor is Ray's Energy Drinks. Talk about a lot. Fantastic energy drinks. Zero calories, zero sugar, zero crash. Goes on practically anything. Uh... No, but if energy drinks aren't your thing, they have all kinds of stuff from, uh, like, 
pancakes, cake in a cup, uh, cookie dough. A fair amount of it is plant-based too, which is pretty awesome. Um, also supplements. So if uh, energy drinks aren't your thing, still check them out. Uh, listen up, learn how to say 15%, and Jake will try and pick up what he just dropped all over his desk. <laughs> I didn't know if you saw it, so I was just like, I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> listen up, learn how to say 15%, and we'll be right back with you to talk about some nerd news. What's up, nerds? I wanted to take a minute and talk to you about Ray's Energy, an incredible energy drink that provides max energy with zero crash. Ray's Energy takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high-quality formula to bring a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help you push your workouts and focus to the next level. Perfect for anyone at any time and powered by their refresh formula technology, Ray's Energy delivers a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in multiple different categories that include targeted focus, better recovery time, improved clean energy levels, and a boost in stamina and hydration. But most importantly, every can of Ray's Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. So don't settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, head over to repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com and use the promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout for 15% off your order. Or if you don't know what you want, go ahead and click the link that's in the description for, to get a $50 sample pack for free. All you do is you cover the cost of shipping. Again, make sure you use promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout to let them know that we sent you. All right, nerds, we are going to talk about some nerd news circling in the nerd world. Uh, one of the big ones is, we just found this out yesterday, Jonathan Majors, a.k.a. Kang, uh, has been arrested for allegedly assaulting and strangling a woman in New York. Um, this is bad news, if it's true. Yeah, it's it's not great, Cotton. Um, <clears throat> I've been rooting for Jonathan Majors for a long time. And I have too. I think he's fantastic. I mean, he just started blowing up, like really blowing up. I mean, Creed three, uh, Ant Man three, uh, even Loki. Yeah, Loki. I mean, yeah, big things if, coming up. If, yeah, I'm hoping that there is some uh, some bullshit that's happening, and it's not true. Um, cause I, I'm really rooting for this guy. Uh, if it is true though, I, I just want to be the first, we want to be the first to say, fuck him. Yeah. If this yeah. turns Reca out being true, we will flip on this dude so fucking hard. Yeah. Like recast his ass, like fucking don't let that dude make any more money. Like you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, there's, but there's no room in society, let yeah. alone any position of power to, do something like that and get away with it. Like, if yeah. it's true, like, fuck right off. If it's not true... Yeah. I I don't want to, like... I don't know who this victim is that, uh, you know, brought it out there and got him mm -hmm. arrested. Don't know anything about who, who they are. We're on the side of the victim... No matter what. Whoever it is, yeah. <clears throat> if 
if this woman is the victim, like, we support you, screw that dude. If he's the victim, we're on his side. Like, no. it's, that's I, all that it comes down to. Like, there's no, there's no room for this bullshit. Not in society, yeah. not in Hollywood, not anywhere. Like, yeah. it's... It's hard because when you don't know all the details, it's hard to say who you side with. I, you know, I've, I won't say any names, but I've personally witnessed, like, a man that got the shit kicked out of him by his girlfriend. And not that he couldn't have beat her up if he wanted to, but he restrained himself and just, like, defensively put his hands up. And she called the cops on him. And because when the cops got there, she was sitting on the ground crying, he got arrested. And he didn't do anything wrong. So, you know, and especially in Hollywood with somebody who's making a bunch of money, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, maybe somebody's trying, like, hey, you attacked me. And if you don't give me a million dollars, I'm going to ruin your life. You know what yeah, I mean? Maybe, this has happened. maybe it's a this, cash grab. Yeah, this has happened in Hollywood I mean, before. I'm not saying that's what happened. Even like, we've Cap- even talked about it. I mean, like that. that's Amber Heard. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. Mean, yeah, there was what was the one the one girl that that there was a I forget what the exact circumstances were, but there was some rich guy. He was like a known like billionaire, millionaire, whatever, staying at a hotel. Like the maid cleaned up his room impregnated herself with his used condom and then won child support in court. I didn't know about that, but yeah, that wasn't a famous person thing. I'm just saying we don't, I'm not defending him because I don't know what happened and I'm not defending her because I don't know what happened. Like Chad said, we are on the side of the victim, whether it's her or him, we back you. Uh, Just saying, this is what happened. We don't know what the circumstances are. As of right now, and you know, even though we have, we are at this point in time fans of Jonathan Majors. If it turns out that he is the abuser, like fuck that. Over. I hope he never makes another red cent. If that's the case, yeah. Like, and that I'll be so mad because I have I watched this dude blow up from the HBO show Lovecraft. Um, Lovecraft County? Uh, Lovecraft Country. Country. Yeah. 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 And I've been rooting for this dude ever since. And if he did this, fucking kick rocks, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And if he didn't, like... Kick rocks, bitch. I was going to say bro again, but (laughs) directed at her. (laughs) If it's it's fake. Like, you know, he's a mess. The, The thing that worries me is that if he did do it, He's a massive fucking man. Like especially coming off of Creed 3 and Kang yeah. and like even I mean he's always been building he got a, bigger for those movies but yeah. he's always been just a huge dude. Uh and if yeah. he, I mean mm-mm. I if you did, you're a piece of shit if you did something like that. I hope it's not true, but yeah. I don't want to speculate because we don't know much cuz so we record over the weekends. So yeah. when this comes out, it's been a few days. So if yeah. more news has come out after this, this we'll yeah, try and put ha- something on social was, media. We'll try and keep up with he it. He was but... arrested Saturday morning. Yeah. 
And no official statement has been made. His publicist said that it's bullshit and he's excited to clear his name, but we don't know. Yeah. We don't know this anything yet. So We'll stay on top of it and hopefully we can retract this information. You know, and say that, you know, we were that or we'll it, just it was bash it was the it was nothing. Out of him yeah, or we're just going to talk shit about it. You know, <laughs> who knows? Uh, we we will f- find out. Um, moving on from something super depressing, uh, the Blue Beetle is coming up kind of soon this summer, but yeah. we're supposed to get a trailer for it because there's only been like set a photos. Set photos, yeah. It's been tightly held under wraps, but we're supposed to get a trailer next month uh, when Super Mario comes out. Are you guys the Mario brothers? <laughs> <laughs> I love that they're playing into that uh, for for part of it. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for maybe Blue Beetle. I I guess I'm excited for the kid. I forget his name. Is it's the Miguel from um, Cobra Kai that plays him. Oh, so really? I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for that kid to like blow up a little bit. Um, I don't know if the movie's gonna be any good, but I said the same thing about Shazam too, and it knocked my socks off. So and Harvey Gillen is in it as well from What We Do in the Shadows. I think uh, what's his name? Um, Mario Lopez is in it. George Lopez. George Lopez. Yeah, Mario Lopez is saved by the bell. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I'll watch it, and hopefully I'll be as surprised as I was with Shazam 2, and be like, God damn, this is a good-ass movie. But, but also, like, what does it mean? Like, because this movie was finished, you know, going into the James Gunn, Peter Safran takeover Um, is this going to continue moving forward or is this like a one-off that then gets scrapped like we don't know yeah but it's interesting and I'm excited to see where it goes yeah Um, and I like all things DC right now even after seeing shazam 2 i just don't have a lot of like faith in it i am a little bit more excited for the flash because of all the hype that it's been getting especially even from like tom cruise if tom cruise liked it i'm sure i'm gonna love it which is kind of a bummer because i want to hate it on so many levels but and but like it's here to reset everything but not really, because James Gunn is taking a lot of the same actors and characters with him. But I think the only way I'd be like really okay with it is if they recast Ezra Miller. I just yeah. can't. I can't. I can't they... do the Amber Heard Ezra Miller. I can't do. I can't do this whole. Um, I'm rich and I can do whatever I want. Fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like go fuck yourselves. Plus, with Ezra Miller and their <clears throat> public image, I, I can't come around that quickly. Mm-mm. You know, like, 
I mean, RDJ. And you can come pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm a single dude that doesn't get a lot. Uh, it, it doesn't take a lot. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, Tracy. <laughs> no, but like, you look at RDJ, right? Mm-hmm. Downey, he was a piece of shit. And he, but he, he never hurt anybody. He never solicited minors. And he, like, he was... He did drugs and woke up naked in people's houses. And was, like, outcasted for years. Yeah. And then, like, Ezra Miller, everyone's expected just to, like, accept their apology and that they're yeah. getting treatment. Mm-hmm. And during that treatment time, like, a huge movie blockbuster is coming out and all this stuff. It's just... It's wild. I... There needs to be some sort of, like, definitive, not proof, but, like, I think you know what I'm trying to say is, like, that they've actually rehabilitated themselves should be a, before like, I can trust, because I used to love Ezra Miller. Like, The Perks of Being a Wallflower like is one of my favorite movies. There should be a punishment. There should be, like, a, like, a... Ban, like you know how like the Oscars will ban certain you know, <laughs> uh, will like ban certain people West Philadelphia, for yeah, <clears throat> a certain amount of years before they'll let you like come back. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you did a shitty thing. You still want to act? We'll see if if you really have a passion for it. You're blocked for the next. You're blacklisted for the next ten years. You still have a passion for it? We'll talk in ten years. Yeah. See how you do. You know what I mean? Like, there should be. I personally, I think, in his case, he solicited, like, a minor. Like, he should be in prison and, like, fuck him for the rest of his life. Like, I don't... I have no yeah. interest in ever seeing an Ezra Miller movie ever again in my entire yeah. life. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Same with Amber Heard. Like, go away. I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I will never... I used to like it. I used to think she was hot, at least. I never really thought she was a strong actress, you know? But she had the looks. You know, and <clears throat> after all that shit, no, never. If you, if if anybody in Hollywood would ever give you a shot again, hopefully not. But if they ever would, I'll never watch it. <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> no, it's... I think you know where I was going. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> so uh, with that being said, mm-hmm. Uh, a show that we've talked a lot about on the podcast has been Titans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about the, the first half of season four just a few months ago. Uh, and, you know, they hit like their mid-season mark. And for some reason, even though it's HBO Max, for whatever reason, they split it. Uh, it could have been a a COVID thing, who knows? But the second half is coming out uh, in a little. By the time this episode airs, just over two weeks. Mm-hmm. And we've got some set photos of Tim Drake in his Robin costume, which is probably the best costume we've seen so far. Unfortunately, it's on the worst character so far. I love Tim Drake. I don't love 
Titans Tim Drake. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like in the show, I love in in DC. I love Tim Drake. Yeah, I don't like the way they're portraying him in this show. I don't care that I I I, I like the fact that they're making him gay. That I totally support. Because they're keeping well, true to the character at that point in time. He's just yeah. kind of whiny. He's whiny. He's untrained. And overconfident. A, yeah. That's what's bothering me. Being I don't untrained. want anyone to misconstrue that. That's all. Yeah. I, that's why I had to like yeah, they're, crack myself a little bit. But They're making Tim Drake overconfident, undertrained, and then he does like one badass thing after like cowering in fear for like the four things before it mm-hmm. and people are like see the training's paying off and it's like what training yeah, there's been two training sequences yeah like what's going on and i whatever <laughs> uh it was perfect and we're not i can tell you wanted to keep going you're like and it's just whatever the <laughs> i would have kept going like to to bitch my concerns except for the fact that it's not getting picked up for a fifth season nope thanks a lot james gunn like yeah i get it you have to clean house so that you can fucking do what you want to do but like but the bummer the bummer about it is is that and like i like i've watched the first two seasons of two yeah two seasons of superman and lois and really enjoyed them yeah, I, I enjoyed both seasons, and they're getting the season that was in production, um, which is, I think, out now or about to be out, uh, and then they're getting one more season after that so that they can wrap it up in a nice little bow for their fans. And I, Titans isn't getting that. They're just done after this season. So it's like they have to like either in the last episode like wrap it up abruptly, which will just be annoying and we won't get the closure we want or it's gonna be uh, the sopranos it just cuts the black yeah or it's just gonna be done yeah and it's like give them one more fucking season knowing that they're gonna be canceled even let it be and a they, short season because they're longer yeah. episodes yeah. do a six just season let it wrap it or up the six way they think. episode season yeah. yeah just keep the fans happy like let them wrap it up you know and that that i think that is more for me what's more annoying about the james gunn thing because i know james gunn is a good movie maker, especially with superhero movies. He's fantastic. And I, I'm i upset about what's going on right now, but I just have a feeling they're going to be good, and it's going to piss me off even more, but I'm going to be like, God I still, damn it, this I still is really enjoyable. I still trust him. Yeah. I'm just butthurt, you know? But like, what's annoying me is that he, they're just like, done, 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 done. They're not like, let like, the fans are into the, this, you're taking over something that the fans are into, let it finish in a proper way so that we can have closure to those things. Especially like, that's what's annoying me about it. Especially the TV shows that aren't directly connected. Because like Peacemaker is coming with him. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, that's yeah, one of the things his wife is in. Of course, it is. <laughs> oh, weird. Uh, but like, and the Flash is supposed to reset a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's a good mm-hmm. stepping off point. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally okay with that. And I would be more okay if the things that aren't directly to tie... Because they've already, like, infinite... Uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover from the CW shows. Mm-hmm. Which shows, uh, the, you know, the Superman and Lois. 
even brings in Ezra Miller for a for a small piece. And brought in Hank from Titans was also in it. Yeah, it's like yeah. let those things like if they're going to be canceled, mm-hmm. give them a season to wrap it up. Yeah, they'll just if if they're not going to move forward, like those are the things that have been renewed season after season. Give them a good finale, like give the fans a good finale. That's it. I think that we would change our tune. Uh, to what James Gunn is doing a little bit more in favor. Because, I mean, Guardians, the Suicide Squad, like, he can do both. And Mm -hmm. I'm for having both. But it needs, like, you can't just piss off fans. Yeah. Because you're just going to piss off fans, and then they're not going to give a fuck about the new product. And one of the things that, like, I'm like struggling with with James Gunn is good. I do like James Gunn, uh, but what I'm struggling with a little bit is that like fans have been expressing their like, like the what we're doing right now. Like, hey, like why don't you do this? Like, blah blah blah. You know, like, and instead of he's being like a total cock about it, like he's being like a snarky asshole about it, like on Twitter and stuff. Like he's not just being like, I hear what you're saying, but I have a vision, like, and this is what I'm gonna do. He's like being an asshole about it to the fans. And it's yeah. like, dude, these are the people who you are hoping are going to go see your movies when they come out, and you're being a fucking dickhead to them. Yeah. Don't do piss them think... off. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> why, but... do you, why do you think uh, the Justice League piss off so many people? Besides oh, it being yeah. Joss Whedon, uh, yeah. and it just being a bastardization of what Zack Snyder started, but like it ruined stories. You can, you can be a really good director, but if your fans are not happy, they're not going to see your shit. There's already shit going around to boycott your movies because you're being an asshole online. Like, dude, like stop. And (laughs) stop. Like, (laughs) how do you do it? Stop it. Stop it. Uh, Like, the Fast and the Furious films. They're not great. Okay? They're over-the-top action. They make no sense. Completely just bullshit from front to back. Right? But they're not pissing off their fan base. Mm. You want to talk about, like, the most devout and critical, but still will give you the benefit of the doubt to go and support it? comic book fans Mm -hmm. through and fucking through and if you're out there trolling them and pissing them off like why do you think your predecessors were all fired and let go and they bent over backwards to bring back henry cavill and then brought you in and you're like no i have a different idea and then you let go of like the best superman that ever happened you know whatever I th- I'm upset about it, but James Gunn also has proven himself to make good fucking movies. Mm-hmm. And DC has always been a little bit darker, a little bit more gritty. So like, and the fact that he's done that with the Suicide Squad, and you know, I I tr- burn. I trust him, mm-hmm. I do. But when you're out there just constantly pissing off the fans. Like, 
it's fine if your vision doesn't match what the fans want. Mm. But if you just encourage them, be like, hey, I hear you. In a positive way. I hear you. I have this vision. Please trust me. Look at what I have done. Pattinson. Trust me. Robert Pattinson. When Robert Pattinson was announced as Batman, or the Batman, fans were pissed. They're like, the dude from fucking Twilight... Even you and I expressed our dislike. For I the was casting. excited. I, I just, I, yeah. Because I'd I had seen like some me. of his like more like indie stuff. I, okay, so I had said in uh, when we talked about that before, I had said that I have seen since his announcement as Batman, I've watched like some more serious roles, and I was like, I can kind of see it now, mm-hmm. but. Like you're saying, like initially announcing uh, something that you don't like, the fans were pissed. And uh, Jesus Christ, not Todd Phillips, uh, Reeves, Matt Reeves, Matt Reeves, yeah, Matt Reeves was kind of like, hey man, like this is Batman, like trust me. He wasn't like talking shit to the fans and being like, if you don't like it, don't fucking watch. You know what I mean? Like he was like, just trust me, this is gonna be good, and. God damn it. It was it was so fucking good. good. And and we trusted him because he wasn't being an asshole about it. Now you got James Gunn out there and he's like, This is what I'm gonna do. And if you don't like it, don't fucking watch it. And the fans are not gonna fucking watch it. Yeah, and they're like, like Okay, a, cool. I yeah, won't watch it. If you're gonna be then. a dick about it, they're not gonna watch it. There's an approach that that's the thing. He's a good filmmaker, but maybe his approach to the fans is you know, not so good. I think he's, he's, if I may, I think he's taking it more personal. Yeah. Like, and I, I get it because his name's attached to it. So everyone's like, oh, James Gunn, James Gunn, James Gunn. It's like, it's not even that. The fans are just upset because everything is changing. Yeah. We, we as fans, like, were excited to hear that Henry Cavill's coming back. Yeah. And then we he, and then he we hear that said, like Batfleck, you know, Ben Affleck, yeah. uh, Gal Gadot, even Henry Cavill are suing because they've been they were under contract. They couldn't take yeah. certain jobs because of their contracts. Yeah. And knowing that that's how the studio is already treating them, and yeah. then someone comes in and they're like, "Okay, done with that. We're going to buy them out. Whatever." And then continues to talk shit. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, I'm going to light a fire to this pile of timber, and then mm. I'm going to try and build a house with it while it's on fire. Like, it's not going to fucking work. Like, our thing, we this is what we do is we watch nerdy movies and we, you know, tell you guys about it. So I'm going to watch them, but I'm going to tell you right now, man, if it sucks, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn your house down, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, all the shit you're talking, you better fucking come through. And if you don't, <laughs> Done. I'm gonna light your dick on fire. Yeah, it's called chlamydia. Yeah, I was just talking about rubbing two sticks together, <laughs> making a fire. You know, I'm a chlamydia. <laughs> no, I'm talking like when it burns when you pee because it's so fire. Chlamydia. <laughs> so, long story short. Sorry, mom. Gonna, I didn't, I'll, didn't I'll want you, you to know that this was. This up. Didn't want my mom to find out that that's how I know what that is. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. It, We're moving on. Yeah. 
I love you. I trust you. I be d- nicer to your fans. And <laughs> let us be the fucking deciders. You don't fucking tell don't, us. Don't even let us be the deciders. Because, yeah. I mean, Robert Pattinson as Batman. The fans would have never cast that. And he fucking killed it. Killed it. But treat the fans with respect. Because the, f- the fans are the ones that are going to show up despite early reviews just that are going to show me. up despite anything else. Yeah, just be like... Say, sorry, this isn't what you guys, as the fans, guys and girls, what you people want, yeah. you know? But this is what's happening, and, and I, I hope you like it. I have a vision it. for like, it. Give me the chance. Let me show you what I have planned. If you just do that. Speaking of potentially lame things, we got our first set photos of Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. <laughs> Get it. I'm not you go. Th- I'm not thrilled. It looks I love Lady Gaga. Oh. Let me throw that out there right away. Love, love, love. And Joaquin Phoenix might be one of the most talented actors in Hollywood, hands down. Ever. That being said. That being said. Oh, shit, yeah. Mm. Do another one, because you said it after I did. Well. (laughs) I missed with the straw. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) It's such a lackluster photo. It's a red blazer, a checkered blouse, and she took eyeliner and went from above her eyebrow down to the middle of her cheek on each eyes. And her hair is kind of slicked back, and you see the regrowth because she's not a natural blonde. Woo! Like, whatever. (sighs) It could be... So this is my argument to contest that a little bit is that it could be that this is the first introduction to her spiel transformation you know what I mean? from we could we could see a more you know comic accurate Harley Quinn later in the movie uh we know from Todd Phillips first Joker movie that Joaquin it was a very slow progression into the Joker even the smile of his makeup wasn't until the very last seconds of the movie where he smears his blood across his face so is it slightly annoying to see her the way she is a little bit yeah but Um, also they I I get what you're saying they're not gonna put out like the full ensemble Mm-hmm. Right away. Right away. Yeah. Yeah. So th- this could be early. Uh, it is early set photos. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully, when we see her, I'm not asking for pigtails. I get it. Like, you know, but I I'm want. I'm also not asking for like a jester costume. Yeah. You Just know, give like... us a psychotic looking, you know? Like, like Joaquin we're... Phoenix. His transition to Joker at the very 
like the very end with the suit, the hair, the makeup. I mean, to put it like you would, uh. it was fucking beautiful. And I don't want them to just like be like, okay, here's Harley Quinn. She's wearing these clothes that are like resembling, you know, a deck of cards and she's got a little bit of makeup on. I will be really mad if that's the final product of Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see the same, if not better or equal to transition from Joker's psychiatrist to psychopath. Yeah. And if I don't get that, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. I, I think I'm also just bitter because of it being troped as a musical. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a musical. No. Nothing nothing leads up to it even deserving a musical. Here's a I could argue a little bit that the first movie even though it wasn't a musical, the music in the first movie was beautifully placed and chosen like the music that was in the first movie and him like dancing down the stairs like amazing give give it an iconic musical number if you must like a presence of music because they're psychotic you know like give them a musical number don't make it a musical nope please don't make it a full-on that has no place in this story Mm-mm. Ever. If, if the first one was closer to a musical, th- the transition would make sense. But it wasn't. But that's it what, was just that's what I'm great saying is maybe they're thematic music. Maybe they're saying that the because of the presence of music in the first movie was so. Because I myself watching that movie, I was like, yo, that song with this part, what? Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know what I mean? Like and so maybe it's hopefully, God please, God please. Make it something like that where you're just going to pay a little more attention to those musical scenes. I don't want to see the Joker or Harley Quinn singing in this movie. I will be fucking pissed if the that's the only case. the I'm gonna disagree with one caveat. If it is when Harleen Quinzel loses her mind and becomes Harley Quinn, that's one song. Exactly. That's fine. That's I'm not that's, I don't want a whole movie of that. No. Yeah, exactly. But like it's Lady Gaga, so like let her record it, sing it, do that entire thing. Mm-hmm. For I love Todd Phillips. That, I love Joaquin mm, Phoenix. Did not mean I to punch love my Lady Gaga. Phone. Just please. Yeah. Don't. Don't let it be more than just that, like, full-on psychotic breakdown. Yeah, we already saw that in Scrubs. Well, that was like the Broadway episode. It's different. No, it's not different. That was a terrible episode. It was super annoying. I hate musical episodes. What? Lucifer did it. Pissed me off. That one was terrible. They're Uh, all terrible. But Guy Love Between Two Guys? I mean, that's like an instant classic from Scrubs. I love you too, Chad. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> it was a funny song, damn it. 
This is a terrible episode. I hate this is I this is personally this is a personal thing. I hate musical episodes in everything. Everyone does it. Buffy the Vampire Slayer did it. Lucifer, Scrubs, everybody fucking does it. Like, oh, this is gonna be amazing. Let's do it. But Family Guy does it fucking on another level. I mean, I just hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Don't do it. I hate it too. And I love musicals. Mm-hmm. If it's a musical, fucking awesome. Yeah. Greatest Showman, fantastic. Minus Wicked. the racism thing. But yeah, well, I mean, P.T. Barnum was a piece of shit. But yeah. like. <laughs> Phantom, Phantom of the Opera, Lay Miz. We slapped a sticker in New York outside of Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, we're just. Do you a remember couple, a couple years before that? I went and saw Phantom of the Opera right there at the Mystic. Fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah. Like musicals are not the problem. In in this instance, it is trying to make something that should not be a musical into a musical. Because you have a musical person. We gotta move on. Yeah, we definitely have <laughs> we to move gotta on. We move on. And we it, we're going into a really sad topic after this. So, yeah. Jake, take it away. Just brace, brace yourselves. We didn't get a chance, or we got, we had the chance. We're just, we dropped the ball on uh, mentioning this last week. Uh, Lance Reddick, who plays uh, Sharon in the John Wick films, which just came out this weekend. Um, passed away at the age of 60. Um, this guy is so amazing, not just for his acting career, but in the nerd community. This guy was in everything. He has hands in everything nerd. Vox Makana, Resident Evil. Was it Infinity, Destiny. the video game? Destiny. Destiny, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not a big gamer. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Chad's more of the gamer. Um I mean, uh, uh, oh, was it Batman? Oh shit, I forgot it's it. One Batman, of one of the animated Batman things where Batman he voices Ra's al Ghul. Fear the it was Fear the Batman. Ra's al Ghul is what it yeah. was called. Uh, he was in Marvel. He played. He voiced uh, Falcon in uh, Marvel Avengers animated. The Mightiest oh, Heroes. Mightiest Earth, Heroes. That's Earth's what it Mightiest was. Heroes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also I, he even had a, a small part in uh, it's more sitcom, but still on the nerd side. Young Sheldon. He oh, had, did he? I didn't yeah. see. I didn't even know that. Yeah, and one of the biggest like heartbreaking mo- like for me is I loved the Percy Jackson books and the movies because um, I grew up you know reading those and watching the, when the movies came out. Logan Lerman was originally in the movies and uh, Alexandra Daddario. Um, and then they rebooted it as a TV series on Disney Plus um, with the kid from the Adam the Project. Adam, the Adam Project, yeah. Yeah. And it's called Percy Jackson and the Olympians. And uh, Lance played Zeus, is playing Zeus. It hasn't even released yet. And now he has passed away, and I, you know, it's a real big bummer. So I, I'm really happy that there are projects out there that we'll still get to see him in. But man, this is really sad for, yeah, for, I mean, what it was some other nerd stuff. He was in uh, Godzilla, Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus Kong, tomato, yeah, potato. and then also but, just 
the Godzilla uh, standalone yeah. film. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he's been in a lot. Uh, what else was he in? Well, the Resident Evil t- uh, uh, Netflix series that came out. It was only I think it got canceled after the first season, but he played the dad to the two girls. Um, you know, uh, I mean, also Castlevania. Like Castlevania, the, yeah. Uh, I believe just the English dubs. But still, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he he has been all over, like, the world of nerd. We and we and, still don't know what the official. All they're saying is that it was sudden, and it was natural causes. And I assume it must have been a heart attack or something like that, because sudden mm-hmm. natural, like, I or a brain aneurysm, maybe I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but they haven't released it yet, and but it's a bummer, and. We did pay a very nice tribute to him on our Instagram. Go check that out if you haven't. But uh, we love you, dude. Uh, thank you so much for the art you put into the world and also into the nerd world. Like you will be sadly missed. I like I said, I I'll one of my my um, honorable mentions for this week, and we can talk about it later. Is that we went and saw John Wick four last night, and me and Nicole both like pouty lipped and like teared up like at his like final scene and it was like damn yeah like, so yeah we love you dude this sucks <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and, uh, so and not to his... cut that tribute short yeah. sorry uh finish here i was just to say we wish his family and friends the best and yeah yeah we, we got to move on unfortunately yeah. but not to cut uh the the memoriam short for Lance, because he has contributed so much to not even just nerd realms, but just great cinema and TV Mm. and everything that has been out there. He just seemed like such a fantastic person. Um, So we don't mean to cut that short, but... You guys don't want a three-hour fucking episode this week, so we're going <laughs> to... Nope. Uh, <laughs> we got to move on. <laughs> uh, we do have... Well, Jake, you are the one that brought it to my attention, and then we kind of debated back and forth uh, a theory about Daredevil Born Again. Well, so we have... Well, the nerd news is that there's Daredevil Born Again set photos. Mm-hmm. Um, the theory comes from, in one of the set photos, they show... Uh, Matt Murdock walking by a it's like a sign or a poster kind of thing but it says the year like 2020 or something like that which would probably indicate, 2018 yeah but which would indicate that it was before the blip um so my that my theory educated ed, semi-educated theory is that um, Foggy, because we know that Karen and Foggy are not in Daredevil Born Again. <clears throat> My theory is that they blipped. And for the five years that they were gone, uh, Matt Murdock, aka Daredevil, spent five years being Daredevil without putting his friends in danger. Um, and then when they blip back, I'm assuming that he 
decides to like let them live their lives daredevil free mm-hmm. um i think it would be really cool this is just a me thing whatever you and i talked about it i think it would be really cool if they showed a scene because we know that daredevil can see some stuff kind of like, like sonar lights yeah it would be really cool if originally i thought it'd be cool if he was sitting with karen and foggy and they just like disappeared at the snap but now that we know that they're not in this at all not even for a cameo i think it would be cool if he's maybe in court uh and like going through trial and half of the courtroom disappears and he's like what the hell is going on like it all, and you can see from his perspective, people just like, you like know, little... LeBron Jamesing into, burst. into <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then a little burst of light, and then him running to his office, only to find a couple piles of ash where Karen and Foggy are. Um, I think that would be a really strong open to Daredevil. Mm-hmm don't know if that's gonna happen probably fucking not but i don't know how they're gonna explain foggy and karen not being in the show at all so that's that's what i came up with i don't know if it's gonna be true or not uh because we know that this is going to be an 18 episode uh Mm -hmm. season one where all the netflixes were 12 or 13 Mm um what I was kind of thinking was maybe he gets blipped. Matt Murdock gets blipped. Mm. So when the blip comes back, he is born again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it could also kind of explain it like maybe him, Karen and Foggy or Karen and Foggy weren't blipped. So they moved on with their lives. I like that. Um, Or they were all blipped. And when they came back, Karen and Foggy were like, fuck, like, we got to go figure out what's going on with our families. We got to fuck off. Because that leaves the possibility for them to come back. I'm not against them coming back. I loved uh, this portrayal of Foggy. Uh, I didn't particularly like Karen. But I like... Uh, oh, my... Deborah... Deborah Van Wolf? Wall. Va- Wall. Van Deborah Wall. Ann Wall. Deborah Ann Wall, Van Wall. Uh, I I like her as an actress. Mm-hmm. I just thought that in the Netflix series she was just kind of a true bud. Yeah, and other things, but yeah. uh, I would be okay with because if they do that, where like they all got blipped, and when they come back, like they fuck off to deal with you know their family issues and all that mm-hmm. stuff, because then it leaves the door open for them to come back. I'm totally fine with that. Um, but I think that that would be kind of interesting of Daredevil being born again because he was blipped away. And that's mm-hmm. how Kingpin kind of rose back to power because it's not directly connected to everything that happened on the Netflix series. But, I mean, it's some of the same actors playing the same characters. You know, so there's there's that. We don't know. But we do know from Vincent D'Onofrio's own motherfucking mouth, <laughs> the Kingpin, what's coming, Jake? Sometime. Uh, Kingpin. 
Oh, you mean like coming? Uh, oh. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> like coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vincent Devornio. D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Uh, if you look at the spelling of his name, it doesn't make fucking sense. It doesn't make, make any, any fucking, fucking sense. sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like all these uh, abs. No. Oh, I'm Pete. <laughs> he officially said at uh, CinemaCon. Was it CinemaCon? Uh, I think he yeah. said GalaxyCon. GalaxyCon. Yes. Yeah. He said that his version of Kingpin will be beating the shit out of Tom Holland's Spider-Man at some point. Um, will he actually beat the shit out of him? Probably not. But Probably will the first time. Fight. They are going to fight each other. It's happening, and I'm very excited for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got oh. to like, up, him, up him up a little bit. Like He's a big guy, but you got to like... Yeah, up. up his character up. A they kind of did that in uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, where like you know he's taking like arrows and just like yeah, fuck you, like yeah. showing a little bit more that he's just not just a, a thousand percent fucking muscle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We took oh. a lot of time. Talk about sponsor two. Oh, sponsor number two is Crybaby Craig's hot sauce. It's a pickled habanero and hot sauce that goes on practically anything. Listen up, we'll tell you more about it. Hey you nerds, do you love spice? Supporting small businesses? What about enhancing the flavor of your favorite foods? If you said yes to any of those, our good friends over at Crybaby Craig's have the perfect solution for you. Crybaby Craig's is a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes perfectly with your favorite foods, adding the perfect amount of spice and enhancing the flavor of everything it touches. Started in Minneapolis by Craig back in 2012, Crybaby Craig's has become a Minneapolis and Minnesota staple in the sauce world. So head over to crybabycraigs.com and order yours today. Okay, nerds. Uh, Now we're going to talk about the latest episode of The Mandalorian. Season 3, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Jake's over there just wanking something off to the side. Just petting my dog. <laughs> I know, you were petting your dog. Because she has a rib bone in her mouth or something like that. I took it away from her. Oh, you took away her bone? That's so mean. She chewed it into little sharp points, and I was like, yeah, maybe you should You cannot show your penis on camera, Jake. <laughs> I said little sharp points I said what I said <laughs> Jubilee go on no can't have it go on no uh so I mean hopefully that was enough of uh time for you to know that uh this is going to be a spoiler alert uh and if you haven't watched it you know pause and come back cool uh yeah three two one Jog on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, they this entire episode takes place on the planet that Bo-Katan and Mando went to, uh, which seems like the worst place to have a secret base. Yeah, they keep getting attacked. Just from wildlife. I just in like the past two episodes, dude. Smack um, your dog. I see her tail. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> um, 
Like the first episode, or not the first episode, the last episode was like a giant crocodile. And then this episode. Uh, a pterodactyl. A pterodactyl. The P in space is not silent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, that was a really bad joke. Uh, no, it's like a giant parrot dinosaur type thing. Uh, <laughs> no, I just remembered the, the... I think I sent it to you a while back. The meme? It's like, does my girlfriend... My girlfriend says I talk about dinosaurs too much. And, and oh, fuck, how does it go? And he's like, I told her that the dinosaurs are extinct. And she was silent, like the pea in pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yes. Sorry. That's why I was laughing. But the, the, the youngling that we see actually take the Mandalorian oath, get his helmet, mm. uh, gets captured by this pterodactyl. And... But it is, oh, what is that Mandalorian's name? Like, Visa something. I should have looked it up. Uh, but it's his son. Yeah. And he's like, that's my boy. And then the pterodactyl comes and he's like, oh, no, my boy. And then the kid's like, father help. Father help. <laughs> As back. it gets taken away. Um. So the Mandalorians, uh, led by Bo-Katan, primarily, and then also Mando, uh, decide to go on a, a hunting party to, to save the youngling. Mm-hmm. Or the foundling. Younglings oh. are Jedi that Anakin, you know, just mowed down. Um, Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. well that would be if he cared about family Uh, (laughs) no but uh, a lot of it is them trying to get the the foundling back Uh, Mm -hmm. even though it's not a foundling it's actually one of the Mandalorian's child's child child's children's 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 Destiny's Childress. <laughs> say my names. Say my names. Sorry. It was funny in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was funny. I was going to keep going, and then I was like, nope. We, we, need, we gotta get through this. <laughs> but we were wrong about how quickly it would take for Bo-Katan to take off her helmet again. Because mm-hmm. she wears it the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the point where, you know, during their search party, you know, they stop and make camp at the base of the mountain to, so that in the morning they can climb and attack the parrot dactyls. Parrot dactyls. Yeah. Paradactyl. The PT dactyl. Because isn't it spelled PT? The the Pedro Pascal dactyl. Uh, <laughs> It's funny because he's also Mando. Uh, but she like even turns to Mando and is like, how do you eat with your helmet on? He's like, you don't. We all just go fuck off and find a dark corner to take our helmets off. And so she like gets up and everyone's like, no, no, no. 
you're the leader of this party. You have the honor of staying by the fire. We'll come back when you say that your your helmet's back on. Yeah. It's just it's interesting because like she never cared about this until they were like, "We like you." You've been redeemed. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I'm important again." Yeah. I guess I'll follow your bullshit rules. Uh, and then she just walks like a baddie the whole time. Walks like Rihanna, if you will. God, I fucking love Rihanna. Uh, it's a song. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that. Uh, it's like a boy band song. I don't know why I know it, but I do. He knows why. Uh, <laughs> but they, like, fight off the dinosaur-esque thing uh, and get the the youngling back or the foundling he gets regurgitated back into the nest yeah it was i thought he was dead so did i because like like, that's bad it was like and he was like hey father help (laughs) (laughs) and that's actually when we find out that the this other mandalorian was his father because they're like okay we got to see what happens got to make sure that we attack this and he's like Screw that's that, I'm going in now. That's my that's my boy. Yeah. My boy. <laughs> uh also like really cool thing that happened in this episode is that we we know that Grogu has abandoned his Jedi training to be with uh Mando. And Mando has kinda been sorry, Dinjarin has yeah. kinda been training Grogu a little bit. Uh, just like showing them like the mapping systems on the ship and blah 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 blah. Uh, but this is the first episode where Grogu gets his first piece of armor as a Mandalorian, which yeah. is fucking dope. And it's because <laughs> he wins a sparring match yeah. ag- against oh, yeah. another the, pa- the paintball fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Grogu goes. Uh, well, Din Djarin like volunteers Grogu for. You know, a That's training tribute. a training fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a volunteer! A volunteer. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> But he volunteers Grogu for, a, like, a training fight with yeah. paintballs. You know, no real... Danger. Yeah. And it's best of three. Or not best of three, first to three. Mm-hmm. And Grogu gets hit twice before he can even like do anything. And Din Djarin's like, I've I've seen you. Like I've seen you flip around, use your other training and make and like do good. Do mm. do better. And then Jan Favreau threw the Yeats. doll into the air. Yeah. <laughs> they just yeeted him. Uh, to where he's like flipping around, like my son does not have ADD. He just likes to jump. <laughs> it's from a viral video from SNL of Pedro Pascal, um, but Grogu wins the fight because he like uses his force training to mm-hmm. flip around like Yoda would. Mm-hmm. You know, taking advantage of being able to jump and use the force to navigate despite his size and then wins the fight. And because of that, he does get a piece of armor, like you were saying, and take it from there. 
That's all I had. It was cool. Well, yeah, but <laughs> because the the concept is the the Mandalorians when there's a new foundling that mm-hmm. is earning their way uh for the way uh the the this Mandalorians like give up a piece a small piece of their Beskar armor. Oh, yeah, there yeah. to to give and so Grogu gets a chest plate, but because mm-hmm. he's so little it's just like a fucking medallion. Yeah. He's just Flav a Flav out there. <laughs> yes. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Do you have anything negative about this season to say? I don't think I have anything negative. I love the show. Obviously, Pedro Pascal, amazing. Uh, John Favreau, like Bryce Dallas Howard... Has had her hands in the in the show, and Dave um, Filoni just fucking knows Star Wars. Yeah, I, I really really enjoy it. I will say that there, and I I think this is just for any show ever. There are just some episodes that just don't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and there's just uh, some episodes here. I think and there, that was that more just, like last week. Yeah, I was just like, come on, man. Like, yeah, that didn't do anything for me. Yeah, <laughs> and that just is what it is. That's what is, is you know, but... cool, though. Sorry to cut you off. Is, no, that's it. I, 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 I didn't put it in our notes. Is that Ahmed best mm, mm-hmm, for the flashback mm-hmm. of Grogu getting rescued? Is yeah. Ahmed best saves Grogu, which yeah. is awesome. If you guys don't know that name, I didn't. It's know. fine. Yeah, that is the actor. That played Jar Jar Binks. Misa Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Which I have more to go on from this, but so like he actually gets to be just a Jedi, and he's the one that rescues Grogu, puts him on a ship to get out of Coruscant. Yep. Super cool that he's redeemed. He, you know, another Jedi gets shot down from if, the the clones. If you're if you're a fan, you know that. Jar Jar Binks' character got a lot of hate in the trilogy with Natalie Portman. And also, if you paid attention, outside of being a fan of Star Wars, uh, he was ridiculed as an actor, even though mm-hmm. he was just like hired to play Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he... I mean, he said in interviews that, like, you know, he thought about killing himself because of how much people hated Jar Jar and hated him for it, which is fucking terrible. Do you think it would have been different if they stuck to the original plan and made Jar Jar Binks a Sith Lord? Absolutely not. You don't think it would have been any different? I think it would have been different. I think fans would have reacted way differently. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. I think that it would have totally redeemed that character and mm. his justification for being, like, over the top. Yeah. But I think that the reason that they ditched it was because of the hate. Mm-hmm. But that's their own fucking fault. Like, you created yeah. that hate, you dum-dums. Yeah, because yeah, Jar Jar was supposed to be, like, the, the mirror to Yoda. Yeah. Um, 
that's meh Th theories. Dad's way over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But what was cool was that he got you know to be a hero. But what's interesting is, and this is just a theory, is that the ship that they get onto at the end is a Naboo star cruiser. You know, the, the giant silver ship, much like what Padme uh, uses. But she didn't know what was going on at that point in time. Hmm. Jar Jar was still a senator. So he could have known about that, sent the ship to try and save as many people as he could have because he has a life debt to the Jedi because of Qui-Gon. Mm. Send a ship to the... Which is ironic that Ahmed Best's character sent a ship so that Ahmed Best could save younglings. Uh, it was just something that I saw online and I was like, oh, that's just like an extra like icing on the cake to be mm -hmm. like redemption for Ahmed. Uh, yeah. Because... He, I mean, he was bullied into almost giving up his acting career, giving up his life because of just, like, toxic fandom. It's just a cool, cool little thing because, like, Padme didn't know anything that was going on until, like, the day after. No, Padme sucked. Well, Sorry. you didn't watch The Clone Wars. Uh, she's still pretty badass in that fucking show. But... She still sucks. Mm-hmm. But outside Anakin, of Anakin killed a bunch of kids. No, not my Annie. No, yeah, there's <laughs> video of it. I don't believe you. I'm gonna go talk to him. Yeah, Anakin, why are you trying to kill me? Ugh, no, <laughs> Daddy Harder. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Dark Daddy, because now he's Darth Vader. At that point in time, my my only issue with this season of Mandalorian is that clearly they're building to some sort of conflict, right? It's probably going to be on on Mandalore. Mm -hmm. They just seem to be taking their sweet ass time. Yeah, like it's just it. A lot of these episodes for this season doesn't feel like there's any sort of like pressing danger or, or pressing no, like, conflict. No, like big plot point has happened yeah. and you know what i mean like cool shit has happened i think the one thing that they're definitely leaning towards and we kind of talked about it last week is that bo-katan will be the leader of mandalore not dinjarin what if though what if it's grogu because we've seen i saw that i saw what that. if yeah. he because we've seen him in the book of boba fett and even in like, the first season of Mandalorian... It would have to be so far down the road. He's still a baby. He can't even talk yet. So it would have to be, like, way later. There would have to be, like, a time jump in, between, like... Unless Din and Bo-Katan act as, like, ambassadors for him. Yeah, but I'm saying that Grogu would not become that until much later. Yeah. I've seen concept art for it, and it, like it looks really cool, and I'm like, that would be dope. Like if if he becomes like 
He's a the one who tames Jedi Mandalorian. The, the Mythosaur and <laughs> all that cool stuff. But uh, but I, he's the only one with the Jedi ability to tame a wild animal like that. We've seen that in the prequels. We've seen that even in this show and the then, book above Fett. But, but, but Bo-Katan looked the Mythosaur in the eye and the thing just swam away. True. I'm not saying you have to have... You don't have to have the fucking... No. Sorry, the force to tame an animal. So, I think she is going to become the leader of the Mandalorians on Mandalore, which will be an awesome, like, going forward in the show, like an awesome checkpoint for Grogu and Din Djarin to be like, hey, we got to go back to Mandalore and, like, get whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be a, a giant staple. A slow build for yeah. Grogu to take the throne. Yeah. I think it'll be dope to see Grogu do more, but right now, he can't even speak. Even though yeah. he tried, he can't speak yet. So, uh, I think it's a stretch to say that he's going to be the leader of Mandalore. I just, I just saw that theory online, yeah. and I was like, it makes sense, because we've seen him do that with creatures this that should, could fucking just like would, swallow yeah. him whole they would either have to do a massive time jump or this show would have to go on for like 20 seasons for it to make any sense because right now he's 50 years old and he's still a baby <laughs> yeah like yeah so yeah and then by then Din Djarin would be dead if they did like a time jump to make it make sense yeah that Grogu is like an adult you know what I mean like I don't think so yeah. I think it's going to be Bo-Katan. I think, logically, you're right. I just love that idea. I would still like to see Grogu, like, taller, suited up in, like, a Mandalorian, like, He's not going to get that bar. much taller. I mean, maybe a little taller. Double in size for him, but he's not going to yeah. be... But, you know... Yoda was a badass, man. I would like to see him fucking suited up in Mandalorian armor. Oh, like, imagine, imagine Grogu. Up. Imagine Grogu, like, fucking three feet tall walking into a bar and being like, you're coming with me. And they're like, Brr. and he just, wham, force slams somebody yeah. against the wall. You know what you, I mean? Like, you that'd be you can come. Like... <laughs> yeah. I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. Yeah. Use the same fucking... If that doesn't happen in the the series finale, finale yeah, fin- yeah, finale, finale, yeah. Uh, finale, <laughs> yeah, sweet alcohol. Uh, <laughs> if that doesn't happen, I'm gonna be quite quite bummed. Uh, even if it's a post credit scene that leads to nowhere, just to be like, oh yeah, fifty years from now or a hundred years from now, you yeah. know, after the the sequels, you know, after. Right. Daisy Ridley and Finn are done butchering uh, the Star Wars realm. It wasn't wasn't their their fault. fault. I know. And I also used Daisy and then not John Boyega's name. Yeah, I just... (laughs) I didn't even catch that until you said that. (laughs) But it'd be still kind of cool, despite all that. Uh Okay, do, you, bye. do you have anything <laughs> left to say about uh, 
the Mandalorian. No, no, no. So I think far. we should move on. Close out the episode and do our. All right. Thing. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and close out this episode then. But before we do, Chad, honorable mentions. What do you got? Well, I mean the the season finale of Shrinking came out this week, and that was took a I weird. It. it took a weird turn. I mean, I definitely I called saw, it. I saw it coming. Not as early as you did, but like. It was a weird turn compared to like the rest of the show. I feel like I spoiler alert. I and I won't spoil it, but spoiler alert because I want to I I feel mm-hmm. like they've been kind of hinting to it or something all season. Really? Yeah. See, I did not see it coming and then the last episode happened and i was like okay that's a bit weird and then that thing happened and i was like oh so there there's multiple clients as Mm -hmm. we know that's the only one that has been given multiple episodes and i i was like something's gonna happen Everything was going... I guess that makes sense. Everything was... The only way for this show to go on, in my opinion, and we've talked about this, is for Jimmy, the main character, uh, Jason Segel, to relapse. And this ending is the thing. Oh, that's definitely going to... Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like this is a little bit more... If it just ended like happy and every like that would be a one and done season. Something had to happen in order for the show to continue. And the ending of this episode or this season season was the the pushing off point. For... I just think that it changes the dynamic of the show. Like now next season, it's probably not gonna be as focused on a like a therapy session. I think it still will be. I think it'll There's, be more... There has to be, like, a court aspect to it now, moving forward. Yeah, I think the... But maybe... Maybe not Derek... Okay, his... hold on. We just got to do it. All right, guys. Uh, no, we don't. Because we don't, we don't want to spend any more time. Anyways. The other thing that I had on my honorable mentions, sorry. That's it. No, I uh, could talk about it for, like, an hour. And oh, I, yeah. I love this show so much. I just... Yeah. The other thing on my honorable mention was I watched uh, on Apple TV Plus the greatest beer run ever uh, with Zac Efron. It was enjoyable. Uh, I expected there to be a little bit more of like a political base to it. Mm. And for most of the movie, there wasn't. But what was cool was that it, you know, it starts with someone being like super supportive and then, like, actually experiencing something and be like, uh, this might not be what I thought it was. And that's <laughs> all I'm going to say about it. It was really funny. And I love Zac Efron. I don't care what anyone says. I fucking love Zac Efron. Yep, same. And there are also a lot 
of scenes sprinkled like in the second half. Not that anybody has anything bad to say about Zac Efron. No, they don't. It's all about his appearance, and it's like, the dude broke his fucking face. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but outside of that, I mean, the it's funny throughout. There's a lot of, like, comical parts because he's just kind of oblivious. You know, he... He, I've almost he watched it a served few times. in the military, yeah. but like he yeah. never went to war. So mm-hmm. like he's I'm all for the troops and then decides to go to Vietnam and bring beer to his friends. That's the entire premise. Is that he's traveling through Vietnam through war zones to bring beer to the people that he grew up with that are yeah. actually like fighting in a war zone. Because he's like the oldest of their group of friends. Fucking hilarious. So, a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. But there's definitely moments where you're like, holy Jesus. Like, it gets really tense. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic. And also, Russell Crowe's character, he plays a uh, photojournalist. Russell Crowe is in that? <laughs> yeah, he plays a photo. I didn't know that. He plays a photojournalist <laughs> uh, f- that's over there that befriends uh, Zac Efron's character. Uh, what a twat. It's so good, though. It was really enjoyable. I definitely cool. recommend it. Uh, yeah. What about you? Uh, I got two. Uh, the... Oh, duh. Uh, one of them is Scream 5. Uh, that's the first one with uh, Jenna Ortega. The newest one is in theaters now. Um... Nicole and I have been catching up on all of them. Uh, this one, I, this one is the first of the new trilogy. So the fourth movie is kind of in purgatory, and then this, <laughs> <laughs> this one is the the one that's bringing it back to the original trilogy, but starting a new trilogy. So the yeah, the it's... main girl. Is Billy Loomis's? Uh, if you haven't watched Scream, like some people, um, Hi, Billy it's Loomis me. I'm is the, problem. the original killer from the first movie. Uh, this is his daughter and her sister, hmm. and uh, it's really good. It's really brutal. The kill scenes—they really amped up the the kill scenes. And this movie did something that. You didn't think it was going to happen, and I'm going to ruin it for you, Chad. But they killed David Arquette. No. Yeah, he gets fucking gutted. No. I mean, I mean literally. Literally gutted? Yeah. Uh, and I think that going... I haven't seen the new one that's in theaters right now, but the only way that it makes sense for me to outdo that is to kill Sidney Prescott, which is the main character from the original trilogy, and she's been in every single movie so far. Um, fuck. Give me a sec. Give Co- me another sec. Court Courtney Cox's character? Nope, 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 nope. Oh my god. Sidney Prescott is that I know the her actress's name. name? Yeah, I'm. I'm struggling. I don't. I, I literally just told you this two days ago. Why am I farting on this? But 
Oh, Sidney Prescott is the character's name? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was looking up the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But anyways, I think that the only way they could outstage killing uh, Dewey, which is David R. Cox. Oh, Neve Campbell? Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Sorry. Nev Campbell. Jesus There's an Christ. E at the end of it. Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> Looks uh, like Neve. I think, and I haven't seen, like I said, I haven't seen the one that's in theaters right now, but I think the only way to upstage killing off uh, David Arquette's character is to kill her. And then make the last movie, which is the next one after this one, um, be... Courtney Cox. Be about, I, I want the next movie to be about the two sisters that are the center oh. of this trilogy. So in order to make that possible... They need to kill the existing characters from the original trilogy. Oh, it's like Star Wars. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. All the fans that <laughs> love these things, I'm fucking with you. Our other one was uh, we went and saw John Wick Chapter 4 last night, mm. which was one of, not the last, but one of Lance Reddick's last performances. Um, it was really fucking good it's really long it's like either two and a half to three hours i don't i didn't time it i thought it was gonna be a two-hour movie we sat there for a long time and i looked at my watch and i was like it's been like two and a half hours and the movie's not over what's going on here uh (laughs) so it's it's long it's really good it's unbelievable as all of those movies are they're just ridiculous like whatever over the top action i will say if you disregard the fact that it is unbelievable action and like over the top, like this wouldn't happen in real life, is one of the best action movies I have ever seen in my entire life. It was so fucking good. I, I mean, people still like the Fast and Furious films, so like, yeah, at least this, gunshots make sense in this yeah. in these there, films. There series. were moments of this movie. Of like 15, multiple 15 to 20 minute long action sequences that were not like, it was like one shot. Like, yeah. And it's like, did you get it in one shot? Because if you put Keanu Reeves through this multiple times, like, how was he alive? Well, there, was, there is movie magic. Yeah. It was even insane. with one it, shots. Because like, you look at the yeah. movie like 1917. Which is supposed to be shot as, like, a one camera. But there's, like, random parts where it cuts. It was fantastic. I mean, the, the movie was it was really good. The action was insane. There were parts of the movie where my hands were sweating and my girlfriend was like, hey, man, like, get your hand out of here. Because I was, like, holding <laughs> onto her knee. And I was just, like, squeezing her knee. And I was like, whoops, I'm sorry. You know, like, it's so fun. Um, this is what action movies should be like. This, I think this movie, I love all the John Wick movies, but I think this movie really sets the bar for action movies going forward. Uh, it's so mm. fucking good. It was so good. By the time this is, episode there, airs, I'll have seen it. Yeah, there is but. an after credit scene. That's all I'll say about it. So I'll stick around after the movie. Oh. It's the first one in the franchise to do so, but yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Cool. Give well, us your uh, money. 
<laughs> damn it, you beat me to it. God damn it. Uh, I was going to be like, okay, cool. Well, give us your money. Uh, if you like this podcast and you like what we're doing, uh, support us, please. Uh, it. We don't pocket anything. We have people that work on this podcast that is not Jake or myself that we want to pay. And we don't right now, and it's really sad. And they say they're okay with it, but, like, we should pay them. Uh, so give us your money so that we can give them <laughs> your money. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, the, the greatest way to support us uh, is to go to buymeacoffee.com slash allthingsnerd, and you can get some awesome stuff from member-exclusive merch, behind-the-scenes footage. I mean, just last week we had an awesome interview with Dave Morris. Uh, a lot of people don't know who he is because he's not famous, but he's an incredible resource for Dungeons & Dragons. Like, we have a lot of really awesome guests on the show that are a part of the nerd world that support nerds and you can get full unedited <clears throat> interviews behind the scenes all that sort of stuff uh as well as uh as we get more subscribers we'll post some more like us being just fucking jackasses behind the scenes the big thing like is is that like we get we are, we're very small fish in a very big pond we've had some amazing i mean amazing guests yeah. on our show and if you want us to be able to continue to get more of those guests i mean these are professional artists comic book writers you know like fucking Movie stars. Sorry. Movie stars. Like, this yeah. is, you know... Like, we can get bigger guests on this show if you guys help us out. And that's that's what we want, ultimately. You know? Um, like, like Chad said, none of the money's going into our pockets. Where, if you guys like what we're doing, we can do it bigger and better with a little help. So... Yeah. And if you don't want to do a, a monthly subscription, I mean, you can always go to allthingsnerdpodcast.com and just purchase merch. You know, if you if you like what we're doing, but you don't feel comfortable doing a monthly thing. One-time donations are available through Buy Me A Coffee, but I would recommend just getting merch with a one-time payment. And then you get something out of it, and it helps us help and if you do, the show. Please, like, put it on your yourself, and then put it on your social media and tag us in it. Uh, that mm. helps spread the word. So, yeah. And if you don't even want to give money, you can still like, subscribe uh, on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, stuff like that. Like, give us five stars. You mm. know, it helps. Get it in front of more people. 
Yeah, I know. It sounds so cheesy. <laughs> it's the fucking worst. But it really does help, as mm-hmm. cheesy as it is. And, I mean, we we love you guys regardless. We're going to keep doing the show regardless. Even um, if we had zero followers, we're doing this because we like to. Yeah. We had almost a year's worth of content before we started recording. <laughs> so, like, we're going to do this regardless. It just... It helps get in front of more people because we like to do this. It's fun, and people seem to like it, so it helps. Go ahead, Jake. Bring us home. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the All Things Nerd Podcast.